What would it be like to meet amazing grace? To witness heaven's mercy, to see her face to face. She's a flower in a pistol, cold water in the heat. She's the key inside the prison door that sets a captive free. Welcome to Mates with Grace. This is a little bonus episode that Matt and I thought we would record together whilst we are in the same place. Matt, hello. It's the first time ever we've been together in the very same location recording this podcast. I know, normally we're on Zoom, aren't we, recording, giving away all our secrets here, but now we are here together in Birmingham. Peek behind the microphone. Oh, reveal it, a revelation. I know you didn't want to do this, Holly, but this is popular demand. We want us to come back for one special special episodes yes I'm feeling a little bit underprepared to be honest which won't be a shock to all our lovely listeners because I'm sure I normally sound this underprepared but we've decided to do this a little bit off the cuff haven't we Matt we have and it's because um, the feedback's been brilliant season one is in the can it's there hopefully you're listening to this and you're just catching up with it for the very first time you can go back there's eight episodes Holly me and you chat talk Yeah, we've got a back catalogue now, haven't we? And it's been really lovely. We're both at an event together here in Birmingham uh, for our work. And it's been really lovely chatting to some of our friends and colleagues who have been listening along and just sharing some gorgeous things about their own experiences. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Mates of Grace, bingo. Gorgeous is definitely one of those words. (laughs) Holly loves a gorgeous. There you go. She dropped her first G-bomb. Dropped it already. already. Um, And so, Holly... How are you, though, keeping since we last recorded this mm. Mates of Grace podcast? I'm really well, thank you, Matt. I've, I've been uh, on the road a bit more, and I'm really happy to be here in Birmingham at something called Methodist Conference. Mm. So for those Methodists that listen, this will be uh, something they'll know about probably. But uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the weird and wonderful world that is Methodism, uh, it's a kind of an annual event isn't it that uh, is sort of the governance of the of the church the methodist church so yeah it is and you know it's an opportunity for the methodist church um, of britain to come together to talk about local church things that matter to the nation of the, the wider church but also matters of the world too um see so for example today we've been talking about becoming uh not just becoming but recognizing our history as a justice seeking church and it's been really nice and actually really poignant for us to kind of mark that moment of where we're at as the Methodist Church here in Britain, but also recognise that we have a, a global voice and hopefully a global say on kind of how we hope uh, more people can flourish in their life. So mm. I'm excited for the decisions being made here and um, yeah, it's been good, but also it's a lot of sacred moments. And actually, I wonder if you had any sacred moments since we've uh, last recorded. Yeah, thanks for leading us into that, Matt. So I uh, have had the great privilege of offering to pray with people here at Methodist Conference. And I've just been basically loitering in the corridors. That's been my job. Um, lots of loitering. A lot, a lot, a lot of gorgeous loitering. Lots of gorgeous loitering with gorgeous people in gorgeous Birmingham. And uh, yeah, it's been my joy to offer to pray with people, which people are sometimes a little bit taken back, taken aback about. But more often than not, I'd say about 90% of the time opens up the most gorgeous conversations. Um, (laughs) uh, And people just are so willing to share vulnerably about the stuff that's going on in their lives, the stuff they need prayer for, the people they love, 
the things that are troubling them, the things that are on their hearts. And it just blows my mind how suddenly all you have to do is say, would you like me to pray with you? And then suddenly you know like something so vulnerable and real about someone and they're happy to stand there and open themselves up to that. Um, it's been a, a real sacred privilege. It feels like you create a little bit of holy ground when you offer to pray with someone. And the beautiful thing as well is that people often say at the end, once you've said amen, oh, let me pray for you too, and they pray for me, and that's just the most amazing blessing in whatever way he feels comfortable, but it's a really connecting thing. It is, especially because it's not that long ago since we were in a space at a time where we weren't able to actually do that in person. Yeah. And there's always that moment in Zoom, isn't there, which you can pray for people, and of course we do, um, and you can do it, but there is something extra special when you actually can be with somebody having that moment having that mm. point of connection mm. that point of relationship and it's even more meaningful when you almost see people for a first time or a second time for after a very long time yeah. being apart and yeah I'm sure happy memories made all around in fact some would say gorgeous memories gorgeous um, memories I've got a silly story go Holly. on then give us your silly story and, and this, this silly story is in two parts the first part is because uh, being here I mean, it's quite a large hotel space. and quite noisy as well. I'm not sure is. if our listeners can hear that um, or not, but there's a lot of background noise going is. on. Um, but um, there's lots of many different toilets here, Holly. I don't know if you've noticed that, but if you walk around the place, lots of different toilets. I'm worried about where this is going. Um, and the thing is... Um, these can I toilets. also just say, whilst we're on the subject of the toilets in this hotel, sorry, just a bit of a tangent. I don't know what the men's are like, but the women's toilets, the door touches the edge of the toilet so you walk in and then you sort of have to stand on the toilet in order to shut the door hmm. it's I mean, a very small space I'm going to let you into a secret Holly we don't just have cubicles in our toilets what <laughs> <laughs> obviously I've so, never been into a men's so, toilet there's a game changer moment here coming um, so I haven't noticed but I'm going to do that next time I'm going yeah, to go honestly, and check not in the so girls squished. toilets I hate to it's so squished but, um, yeah but, so let me tell you this story right? also is this not like the second toilet story you've told on this podcast most probably but I feel like you had a nosebleed in one and then you threw up in another didn't you um yes <laughs> good memory I'm so excited about where in this not, is going in nine episodes this is definitely you know it's good ratio and, and most of them are always silly as well so I feel like most of my toilet, most of my silly stories relate around toilets but we this should rename one. this mates in cubicles. Mates in cubicles. Um, <laughs> not okay, not okay. So back to my story, right? So being here has reminded me of this story because there's lots of moments where there's kind of odd-looking toilets where you can't quite see the front of the toilet door, whether it's men or ladies. Anyway, so a couple of years back, I was uh, I went to the cinema, Holly, and the cinema not far from this hotel either, but I went to this cinema. That's I went right. to the toilet... Um, and you know the door was already open to the toilet, so I just walked straight in. I've been to the cinema countless times, Holly. I walked in, I thought, oh, this is rather plush. Cubicles, Holly. I thought, oh, this is rather nice. This ah. is, this is, you know, it, was like, it almost smelled like potpourri. You know, that's potpourri, like, what a this, word. This is rather plush. So I went into the cubicle and, posh, you know. Posh, posh, travelling you know, life, the travelling life. Did my, did my thing. That, um, did you? Oh, I just my friends the phrase, who did who, my thing. Uh, it's a horrible phrase. My, my, <laughs> <laughs> my friends who came with me, who had seen me walk into these toilets, had already realised what had happened, but then decided only about a minute later to start shouting at me about, "Matt, you're in the girls' loo." Oh, of course you are. At that moment, um, you got a choice, Holly. 
you know, you you got to catch yourself midstream. Where you finish and just compose oh, yourself. Oh no, midstream! No, leave, Matt, this is leave. not okay. <laughs> we have some very respectable people that listen to this podcast. And leave. But what I did, Holly, was I I, I stopped. Stop that! I stopped the flood. Oh, no, <laughs> no, this is. And, and I and I panicked. I'll be honest with you, I panicked. And um, I kind of undid the, the cubicle door. Oh no! I what you were going to say? Right. No, I didn't completely, you know, do it oh, my trousers no, at this I know point because I, I was I was in su- such a panic, you know, what has happened. And um, but also, what the reason why they've been shouted as well is because someone else had walked into the toilet as well. Oh, so there dear. was a lady just powdering her nose. And <laughs> she let out this little little scream. And, as you like and, rush as I, out. As I, she kind of screamed at me. I kind of, you know, made that moment of, you know, just please don't call the police. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I've basically been sat for the rest of the film with. Um, mortified. Uh, mortified, because the person was also in the same film. <laughs> Do you think you learned anything sacred from that experience? Or any learnings that you'd like to share? I think that definitely signs matter. <laughs> and you need to take note of them. And, uh, you know, every day is a school day. <laughs> but also, you know, the opportunity is always to, to learn from life. And talking of learning from life, and talking about the opportunities that we have to learn and to see and to uh, experience things, at this Methodist conference in particular, what I've really enjoyed is the opportunity to hear from the President and Vice President's theme that they've introduced. And those that aren't maybe you know, au fait with Methodism, which probably yeah. don't have to be, definitely <laughs> not so. It's about each We're mates with all kinds of people. Yes, exactly. Not all Methodists. Um, here in the Methodist Church, the President and Vice President of the conference, they pick a theme every year. Uh, I don't have to, but they, they tend to do so. And this year's theme on is Hidden Treasures. Um, and I have to say, there's been a lot of good conversation already about all things hidden treasures. Yes, and I think there were a number of Bible scriptures that have been used across the weekend to think about this. But one thing that really strikes me is I think this phrase is from one of the um, things that Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like. So Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man finds and covers up. Then in his joy, he sells all he has and buys the field. Do you know whereabouts in the Bible that's from, man? <laughs> Put you on the spot. It's from the New Testament. Yeah. It's from... Do you know Holly? One of the Gospels. Do you know? Uh, so Holly, you've asked this on. question, you don't Someone even know where help it me. is. No, because I thought you'd know. No, well, no, <laughs> you the one that introduced the point. <laughs> so now we've opened up red face. <laughs> it's Matthew 13, verse 44. We should have known that, Matt. Oh. Thought you knew the whole of Matthew off that. It's called Matthew, you should know what's in Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) So, what resonates for you, Holly? Well, do you know what? One thing that this really reminded me of, Matt, is I think this is our first ever episode when we were telling stories about Scarborough. Do you remember? Throwback. Throwback to episode one. When we were digging holes on the beach and there was water bubbling up through the surface. Do you remember the story? I do remember the story. Do you remember the very important theological point I made? That sometimes there's something just below the surface. It's got to dig a little bit. Yes! Eh. And it bubbles up into your life, and that's what God is in your life. If you just grab a little shovel and have a little dig, and God's suddenly bubbling up abundantly a little bit of into your life. A little bit of bubbly. A little bit of bubbly in your life. <laughs> <laughs> so, Refreshing. Suddenly there is God's love and mercy and grace and forgiveness 
abundantly bubbling up into your life. And this is what this, this passage reminds me of from Matthew, that the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. And it's just below the surface waiting for us to, dis- to discover it. Yes. And what, to relate to that, what Gio the President was referring to so often was talking about how um, God is hiding it for us, not from us. So mm. talking about that treasure... But actually, yeah. so often we think that God's hiding it from us, and that, you know, you know, almost look at God as that parental figure that doesn't want us to have those things. That yeah, are like treasure, hiding that are lovely, that are amazing. before your birthday. But actually, the reality is that God's hidden it all for us. So that moment back in episode one that we, you know, we shared about, actually, God hid that for you. Yeah, I yeah, love and, that. And hid it for you to Isn't experience that... that kind of gorgeous moment. Yeah. To use your words, um, and that bubbly moment that just kind of brought a little bit of joy. Uh, and continue to do so. Yeah. So I think that's good. Isn't that the most beautiful thought that actually all over God is hiding treasures for us to discover and that that is a practice, that that's what discipleship means, that's what it means to be a follower of Jesus. It means to be someone who's looking all the time for the little hidden treasures that God has left in the world for us. I just wonder, like, for those that are listening, you know, what does it look like for you to seek out those treasures in your life? And what does that look like? Where does that happen? Maybe for you, maybe it's in your own home, maybe it's when you're out and about, maybe when you're at work, at mm. college, university, yeah. studying, whatever it might be. I wonder if people could let us know, makes a grace pod at gmail.com. We've not plugged our socials for a Oh, no, while, we probably. haven't. And I think we should do that and do want people to keep in contact with us. So let us know mm. where do you find those treasures maybe mm. you can identify that for you know because um, for me Holly mm. yeah I think I found you know treasure in the moments where actually God's relationship through friendship and I think that's what mm. this has been this opportunity of definitely you know, having moments where actually people shared with me as well yeah beautiful moments where people have gone I listen to the podcast and yeah. I just have that humbling moment I go and that becomes like a treasured moment and it's been so yeah. sweet to hear that and so um, that's where I found some treasure people just there's moments of conversation yeah. moments of kind of just you know sharing revealing some beautiful treasures come to be mm, a little gift I think gift. one thing um, that this makes me think of is so often I think it can be tempting to think of God as someone that like makes life harder for us like I know that's really like not helpful theology and not true theology but it can be very tempting can't it when things are going wrong or like when there's something tough happening or when things feel dark to think oh like god is making this harder for me like god isn't showing me what i need like to feel better about this like god isn't giving me what i need god's somehow playing this game where it's all hidden and that's just so not the case but it can be tempting to think that and i know like in times in my life when I've been through like tough experiences and I can feel really tempted to like blame God and say like what is God doing like why is God doing this to me um but actually even in those experiences there are like hidden treasures to discover that aren't they're not being hidden from me they're being hidden for me to sustain me and to help me in those moments like time isn't it patience it's you know we don't like waiting I don't like waiting mm. I mean I'm awful for it I'm in a traffic jam where I'm waiting oh, to, same. for my I'm number so to be impatient. called in McDonald's like that is an agonising wait when you see you're already being prepared and then it's not ready for ages like, there's just moments isn't there where yeah when I'm you're watching not... them fill up your like fanta and you're like come on I know it's right there, it's there. just give it to me <sighs> but 
what I like again go back to what the president said about weight about what you just said you know sometimes we can be diminished in the waiting mm. but also it's a challenge for us to how can we be enlarged in the waiting yeah um, and, and not see the waiting as this kind of thing that takes away from us yeah but actually sometimes the waiting for those treasures is waiting to yeah. see out those treasures in life and those yeah. beautiful moments those gorgeous moments actually can enlarge us and enlarge our hearts for it yeah and, and actually make us even more grateful even more receptive to it yeah you know and, and you know, going back to that moment in Scarborough, that stuck with you. Yeah. You know, that stuck with you for not just yeah, for yeah. that moment, but for a yeah. season of yeah. time now. And actually, how can we, you know, continue to seek out those treasures? Yeah. I really encourage those who are listening to kind of just take those moments, maybe today or whenever yeah. you listen to this, to kind of take those moments to just maybe name. Maybe you We'd love to hear those. those treasures or I think, maybe seek them out for yourself. Yeah, definitely. Another another place in the Bible it says that um, we find treasures in jars of clay, yeah. which I think to me means that like even in broken things, even in the dirt of a field, even in even in me, the imperfect person that I am, God has placed treasure. Yeah. Like even in the places that are lost or unloved or forgotten or that feel dirty or awful or broken, God is pouring in God's love that is in its own way a healing kind of treasure. And this, it, going back to your sacred story, Holly, it's in the moments of prayer that those treasures come through. Yeah. It's in those moments of prayer where you connect with people, but actually that you're able to see those treasures yeah. come to be. It's just a lovely moment. Um, and, and this, again, goes back to people that are listening, keep encouraging you to keep thinking about what does that mean for your life? What does that mean for you? Yeah. Where you're at? I was wondering about sharing a poem. What do you think, Matt? Ooh, okay. I mean, let's end this segment with a poem, I think. Okay. This is not my poem. I think I said once on this podcast that I might share a poem of mine, but I've not got that brave okay. yet. So we have season to, two. Season Holly two, Adams. maybe, maybe, poem maybe, maybe. Incoming. Um, and I think this is a, it's a poem that's really special to me, actually, and helps us to continue to think through what this theme means. It's by R.S. Thomas. I have seen the sun break through to illuminate a small field for a while and gone my way and forgotten it. But that was the pearl of great price, the one field that had treasure in it. I realise now that I must give all that I have to possess it. Life is not hurrying on to a receding future, nor hankering after an imagined past. It is the turning aside like Moses to the miracle of the lit bush, to a brightness that seemed as transitory as your youth once, but it is the eternity that awaits you love that just love that line it's the turning aside like Moses to the miracle of the lit bush and I think that's what the theme hidden treasures invites us into that's what praying with people invites us into it's the turning aside the noticing of God all around us the noticing of God burning like a bush right beside us and I wonder if our lovely listeners would like to share what miracles are you seeing in your lives today what hidden treasures are you noticing in what ways are you seeing God all around you Speaking of listeners, Holly, yeah. um, at gmail.com is happy even get in contact with us uh, or on socials. Do drop us a message as well. I'm loving all the different feedback. And we asked a question, Holly, 
uh, on social media, on Facebook in particular, to ask how people have been listening to this podcast. And a bit of a straw poll. Do you want to hear what people said? Yeah. So this is how people listen to us. So you can listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. I didn't know we did this. Did we put this out on socials? Yeah, we did. Do you want to oh, have a little guess? Uh, yeah, because I've not places. seen it. Yeah, right. I think Spotify. No, no, places in... Oh, I see. Yeah, I see, yeah, I see. Oh, I already told you at the Spotify. Remember? I said Spotify. I didn't podcast. understand That's the okay. game, no, sorry. No, no, no. There's one of these games, Holly, that we have to try and play. I think the car. Yes, yeah, some people did say the car. Okay. But it wasn't the highest answer. The sofa. Uh, no. Uh, walking the dog. Walking, walking. I am walking well, in the yeah, light of Some people did God. say that, yeah. What else? Uh... Cooking? Uh, not really. Gardening? Yes. Yes. Sleeping? Can you imagine if people were listening to us and fall asleep with our voices going on? <laughs> I know. It'd be so annoying. Love just like a magic penny being sung to them. We haven't sung it yet. No. Hold it tight and you won't have any. And so, Holly, the answers and some more answers were we're family and friends, which I thought was lovely. So people yeah. actually listening collectively together to us. Oh. Not just by himself, which I think is yeah. for us quite humbling, really. Um, other people said woodlands, mountains, green spaces. Um, mountains? Yeah, a mountain. Oh, kudos to whoever that is. Yeah, Andy Dye, big shout out to you. Can oh. you imagine that sacred space, that sacred moment, and then all of a sudden out comes crashing through in that sacred moment my stupid stories? <laughs> I know. Oh, no. Absolutely wrecked. I'm sorry, Andy. Um, Others were uh, walking, but I don't really do dogs, which is fine. Walking in the light of God. Um, also, no one's mentioned Shetland ponies yet, by the way. I am walking in the sound of pod. Cod? Pod. Pod. Oh, we did cod. I was like, not a trawler people. Um, Beck said, Sunday night, I sit down to play my favourite PC game while I was completing Strikes and Destiny 2. I don't need to listen to know what's happening. There is a mates of grace in the background. I like that. We're yeah, me too. Games. Yeah, love that. I listen to a bit of uh, mates of grace. And lastly, outside by nature in the river. So it's amazing to hear how many different people are listening to this little podcast that we started a little while back. It's so encouraging. It is absolutely mind-blowing, actually, that anyone listens. Thank you so much for uh, listening to all these episodes. We're really chuffed that you're still with us, and thanks yeah. for being our mates of grace. Yes, thank yeah. you so, so much. I really want to encourage you, do subscribe, and do let your mates know that Mates of Grace is a thing. Uh, yeah. We want to really get this message out there we starting to feel like we might somewhat know what we're doing about this makes you grace mm. don't we Holly a little bit well I don't know about that but I mean we're still having fun so we hope you are too yeah I'm having fun so Holly we're going to come back for season two yeah we don't know quite yet when because you've probably not had more than two days actually at home at one consecutive moment since we started this podcast but um, the plan is to come back maybe in the autumn at some point I think that's the plan. I think that's the plan. And I'm already excited. This has got me even more excited. Yeah, I quite enjoyed doing this together yeah. in person. Yeah. It's a different kind of vibe. Let us know what you think of that vibe. Maybe yeah. you think, you know, never again. Yeah. <laughs> we won't blame you. <laughs> Thanks. a live audience. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, friends. And please do get in touch with us and tell us where you've heard, uh, where you've seen your hidden treasures in your life this yes, week. Definitely. And big thanks lastly to Chelsea Amber for the amazing music that yeah. she gives to us big uh, up Chelsea for Mates of Grace we love you Chelsea thank you so much um, for continuing to help 
uh, raise the bar of Mates of Grace continuously. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we appreciate it. The only one on the pod that sounds like a professional, Chelsea Amber. Thank you. Amen <laughs> to that. So get in contact with us. We'll see you very soon in the autumn. Until then, stay safe and God bless. Bye. God bless. Bye. Bye.